1: And welcome to Channel F, Band Bites Video Game Podcast. I am your host, Merit Kay. And with me, as always, is my crew. And we are celebrating International Chess Day today. And uh, I wanted to go around and ask everyone what their favorite chess move is. Uh, I know we're all big chess fans here. We all like just love the game, uh, love all the lore <laughs> around chess, the backstory, the world building is really good in chess. Um, for me I'd have to say Rudy's Gambit is like my my favorite Mm. move Um, yeah and uh, it's a really advanced technique uh, but you know it can can really pay off under the right circumstances right Um, and that is basically when you make a fool of yourself publicly as an ex-mayor of New York and uh, (laughs) everyone (laughs) laughs at you so most of the time it doesn't work didn't work for Giuliani but you know
2: I mean, it works. in that- chess is
1: uh, Chess is a d- d- difficult, it's a harsh mistress, you know? So, um, Danielle yeah. Riendo, uh yeah. editor-in-chief of fanbite.com, what's your favorite chess move?
2: Yeah, my all-time favorite is definitely Banjo's Kazooie, <laughs> um, which is when you put the uh, bird piece inside the backpack of the bear piece.
3: Oh, yeah. And then you
2: leapfrog across the whole board. It's really, it's like a real power move. I love it. That's
1: that's powerful. And I do just want to, like, just sort of like break the bit for a second, just to say that I feel like you've invented a Banjo Kazooie board game. And Uh, um, yeah. And I kind of really want to play this now.
2: Same. I actually kind of do too.
1: Back. (laughs) back, back, I'm seeing little pieces. I'm seeing a little bird that goes inside the backpack, like a 90s board game that was just rolling dice, but it was very high production values. Okay. um, Back to the bit. (laughs) Um, Stephen Strom. Managing editor of Fanbyte.com. What's your favorite chess move?
0: Well, that would have to be the Chili Bead Blitz. Uh, That one's tricky (laughs) because you do, what that does is it does force both players to uh, start a separate game of Moncala that they have to run parallel to the game of chess going on. And every time you win at Moncala, because it is a solved game, so whoever gets to go first wins, you just get to take one of their pieces. Wow. That seems kind of unfair. Yeah, it seems unfair to people who like have spent their entire lives learning the like intricacies of chess, one of the like most yeah. storied and classical games of all time, only to have it all come down to a child's game uh played with little uh beads, but you know, sometimes the comp- the competition of the game kind of supersedes the art, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Did you know that there was a card in Magic the Gathering in one of the earliest sets called Shahrazad and if you know anything about uh, Arabian Nights, uh, Shahrazad told stories to stave off her execution by this king. And yeah. um, the card, the card Shahrazad says, "Take your current deck, put aside the game that's currently in play. Take what is left of your deck and start playing a new game of Magic: The Gathering." <laughs> yeah, and whoever wins that, whoever loses that, loses a bunch of life in the actual game that counts.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I think it was banned because it took too long. Right. Um because that's it's good realistic. though. They should they should but have leaned good. into that direction. They should have leaned into the unhinged. There are there are a lot of and that block. was not even an unhinged an unset. That was an official card that you could play. Um God. But last but certainly not least, MS social no brand manager plus Inky Grayson. Um what's your I know you were born after chess was invented, but
4: mm-hmm. um, <laughs>
1: But what's your favorite chess move?
4: My favorite chess move is uh, Vladimir's uh, big, big, big chess, <laughs> um, and that's where you go to the park and they've got the big chess. Oh, and yeah. you have to fight. You have to fight an old man who I maybe lives at the park. It's not clear, but yeah. he's always at the park when you're there, right? So right. he goes into he, stasis he's inside in one of, of the, the pieces. The, Exactly. Exactly. So he's in charge of the big chessboard and you have to fight him in order to gain access to the chessboard. And then you get destroyed by a black guy who lives in Harlem.
0: Mm. Mm. Like the Classic. end of that Toy Story short.
4: Just like at the end of that, Yeah, just like at the end of that of that Pixar short. You're right, Steven. Might not have been. Toy I Story. haven't that seen, have seen that one. Life. I am. Um,
1: well, now, what does it have to do chess, with the bugs' life? Chess pieces crushing bugs—that's horrible. No, what, they, what about human chess? That's kind of a weird thing to do. I feel like if you're—that's
2: what jujitsu is called. A villain, I was going to say
1: that's combat sports. Danielle knows well, all about human chess, specifically ta- Brazilian yeah, okay. jujitsu.
2: But yes, <laughs>
1: but I'm talking about making people dress up in costumes and then actually kill each other when they take the pieces.
4: Um, oh. I feel like if you were
1: a villain in a 70s or 80s sort of spy thing that was a
0: little campier than bond you were kind of like yeah.
1: required to do that um or like in feel-
0: a knockoff never-ending story yeah mm-hmm. that feels mm-hmm. like something that would happen in a never-ending story movie human that went chess of like dvd of course
1: none of the moves we've discussed are valid in human chess uh, um, nor are they valid in any of the games that we've been playing this week well some of them might be but uh let's talk about those games let's move on to staff picks I feel like, I've like I'm pulling back a curtain and like leading someone into some kind of den of iniquity. Like, Oh, no. Oh, no. My staff gnar- pick for this week is opium. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> to like a gnarled old woman in a Disney movie, just like, come in, come in. <laughs> I feel like this is a character I've done before, and I don't know what her deal is. She's kind of, she's kind of an old witch who seems really sinister, but I think is basically fine yeah. yeah you've definitely done this character before and i do love her ah, have great. i
2: done this character
1: <laughs> oh wait no no no. this character this character is the uh the dark souls witch character right? who just mm-hmm. laughs uh uninterrupted laughter for 20 minutes um <laughs> so but sadly the new dark souls uh the quote-unquote sequel to dark souls according to george r martin it uh, doesn't come out for a little while, so we're going to talk about some other games this week. Nikki, I saw you start playing this game last night, and it looked like... Uh, Osmosis Jones was doing mm-hmm. Splatoon or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is Arcade mm-hmm. Gadden?
4: Okay, so Arcade Gadden is... It's a risk of rain. Oh, right. okay. I think so I've heard other a, people it's make a that run, person. It's a run-based thing that is for up to four person co-op you have it is not class-based like risk of rain is everyone is just a person yeah um and then you all pick up different weapons like that's kind of the modifier is there's a bunch of different weapon types so there's assault rifles and shotguns and rocket launchers and laser guns and all of that um and then you're moving through these seemingly procedurally generated levels with procedurally generated tasks that usually are like, go over here and grab this key and then take the key to the other side of the map. And then you have to go get the second key and do the same thing. Or sometimes there's like floating like floating robots and they're like, those robots have portals on them. You have to shoot the portals to open the correct portal. Mm. So you do that and then uh, you go through. Yesterday when I played it on uh, twitch.tv slash fanbite... Um, I thought it was one of the most miserable experiences I've had with a video game in a minute. Yeah. Um, it is. And I'm realizing that it's almost entirely because of the music. Oh, really? In the game. Huh? Yeah. Not what I thought you were going to I gonna turned say. the music. I turned the music off the games better. And I don't really know how that's possible. What is the music? Um, f- Okay, so here's another thing. Yesterday, LB said the words "penis music" <laughs> to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know. I still don't know what that so means. So you're not familiar with? Okay, okay. no. but if I thought you were if, well,
1: like supposed to be a a cool like uh, sure. zoomer who knows all about this stuff.
4: <laughs> no, they just let me host the music podcast. I don't have to know anything. Uh, about okay, it, you know? okay, okay, okay. Um, penis music
0: is what the older brother says in E. T. to Elliot, right? Mm-hmm. She <laughs> calls them penis music. Yeah, yeah, yeah penis there is.
2: music. And then they talk on their walkie-talkies that aren't guns.
0: <laughs> yeah, they hold their
4: walkie-talkies <laughs> forward <laughs> at the children in a threatening pose. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... I don't. You know how when dubstep first hit the scene and yeah. it was everyone's mom's favorite joke. Yeah, in 2010, Syndicate sounded, when when Skrillex yeah. did the song for Syndicate and
0: uh, mm-hmm. dubstep exactly. was invented. Yeah. A game that's better than that Deus Ex: Human Revolution.
4: Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> when everyone was like, it just sounds like a transformer dying or like a transformer yelling. Okay. Um, yeah. I didn't get it. it was more
2: Transformers it. having sex, but go on.
4: Yeah, something like that. Just kind of like, just a bunch oh, of penis metal penis music. Got it. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. penis music. Um, that is, I think I'm old now because that's exactly how I would define the music that was playing in this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a, uh, just a cacophony of garbage <laughs> that was like, when paired with the fact that all of the NPCs um, speak in Simlish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But crucially, some of the words are in English. What? Mm. So you're reading English text, you're listening to Simlish, but then some of the words that the NPC is speaking in Simlish are English words. So, like, I was playing just before we started recording, and it sounded like the lady said, Peter Molyneux. (laughs) But then she said, like, she said, Peter Molyneux and it was like, oh, okay. But the line was Are you gonna accept the quest or not? Wait, I was like, okay. Like, wait, they don't match the actual subtitles? No, 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 no. Hmm. No, 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 no. no. So, like, it it is like I have I already have auditory processing issues. Mm -hmm. So, like to 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 receive one thing into my ears and then have my eyes attempt to read a different thing is very difficult for me. So once I turned all of the sliders in the audio section down um and just left the gun noises and the enemy noises on um it actually feels pretty good um you have a like i said earlier you have a bunch of guns and you're moving through these levels you have a double jump um there are some more mobility options uh you are like opening chests to look at guns and then there's arrows on the numbers and you're trying to decide which one is higher than like the other one but you lose um, those guns if you die if the like the right run ends. Okay. so If the run ends, yeah, you reset, uh, but some of the stuff is carried over. So you, you carry over experience because you have a character level and then doing runs progresses a story a little bit like Returnal. Um, Okay. And in the same vein as Returnal, you can elect to do, you can move through a stage, elect to do the boss or not do the boss and keep like going in that area um, or you can like do the boss if the boss appears in the second room. Then you can just go do the, you can just go fight the boss. Right. Um, and then progress that way. Can I, uh, can I ask?
0: Yeah. Cause you're, you're talking about like levels and bosses and guns and stuff like that. But like, you also mentioned that, that a character says the words Peter Molyneux at one point, And sure. <laughs> can sure. you give me like the setup for what's going on? Is this one of those games that's trying to be funny?
4: Yes, it is. One of those okay. games that's trying to be funny. Um, it is the setup is that you are an osmosis Jones and your you, uncle sorry, a sorry, bigger I'm a thousand uh-huh. years
2: old can you what the fuck is Osmosis
4: Jones? Yeah. What do you mean what
0: Cru- the fuck Crucially is only Osmosis young Jones. people know about Osmosis Jones. <laughs> He's Nikki, the Osmos Osmos Nikki, character you
2: said in Fortnite, you felt yeah. old earlier and like uh-huh. I'm already like a hundred years dead if you're old. So <laughs> can you just tell uh, me Osmosis what's Osmosis Jones, Jones?
4: Was a two thousand and one hybrid animated live action movie what's got it had Chris Rock in it and Bill Murray, David Hyde Pierce was in it, Brandy was in it. I think William Shatner you was know, in it. You know. The he, like a murderer's row. Osmosis like He Osmosis. Yeah, got it's osmosis. about a...
0: You're talking yeah, to a, it's a about
4: white, white blood, blood cell, cell
2: here. Oh, it's a white blood cell? But he's blood a cop. Cell? He's, he's, but a white he's blood a cop. Yeah, but he's a
1: cop. It's, and he teams up then, like, with Drix. Is this like their anime? Uh, David with their blood peers. cells?
0: Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, but oh, yes. it predates that. It predates that. And is like more serious? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like
1: it's just Disney animated adventure movie except the whole thing takes place in Bill Murray's body and it occasionally cuts out to a view of Bill Murray eating some disgusting garbage he found
0: on the ground he's a zoo operator and he gets a horrible disease by eating a hard boiled egg that is grabbed by a chimp at the zoo that he works at and Mm -hmm. the the chimp sucks on the egg and then spits it onto the ground and Bill Murray picks it up and eats it and he gets like a horrible monkey disease I
1: guess Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That's why At you should never kiss of- a monkey. You'll get monkey madness. Oh, no. Yeah.
4: At the end of the movie, um, Bill Murray passes out. And I think Ozzy flies out of Bill Murray's mouth. Yes. And into somebody else's mouth. And the only way he gets back is by they have to convince the person doing CPR to give Bill Murray mouth to mouth so the so that the white blood cell can get back inside of Bill Murray's body.
0: Yeah, they uh, killed the main villain because they fight on the top of, like, a jar of rubbing alcohol, and they push him mm-hmm, into a jar mm-hmm. of rubbing alcohol, so it's and he dies. cartoon versus, it's cartoon superimposed over live-action footage. What was that villain's name? Yeah, like, like, thrax. Uh,
4: thrax. Like, anthrax. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my And um, he was played by, uh, and he was played by Lawrence now, Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Wow. Uh, how much, uh, this movie cost $70 million to make. How much money did it make in the theaters? $25 million.
2: $200 million.
4: $200 million. Mary. I just
1: looked, so I'm not going to answer. Uh,
4: okay. It's $14 million. <laughs> oh, oh, well, no! I was not far
1: off. I, I mean, was listen. Not far off. Okay. Listen, you're making an animated movie with Bill Murray. Uh huh. But live action David Bill Hyde Murray. Pierce. So you're paying for yeah. Bill Murray to actually act on screen. And uh-huh. then you get Chris Rock, Lawrence Fishburne, David Hyde Pierce, William Shatner. Like what were they thinking?
4: I don't know. It's also I mean, it not marketed
0: f- it as kids. Really, it's it was like
4: a yeah, it was like a PG. It was an ants style yeah uh, promotional tour where they were yeah. like, this is an animated movie for adults. Wait, this but,
1: isn't a Disney. No,
4: no it's a God. wait. Wasn't shooting. it
1: on the? What, wasn't the cartoon on the Disney Channel? No, though? it was on.
4: It was no, on It w- was w- on Kids w- w- Oh,
1: Okay, because the, the cartoon was that's called Ozzy and Drix. Uh, anyway, so you yeah. used to and be able. Drips.
4: You used T V in the 2000s was wild because you used to be able to have a box office bomb and spend seventy million dollars on a movie and have it only make $14 million back, and you still got a spin-off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh that
0: that's anyway,
4: all of the Power characters YouTube. look like Ozzy and Drix.
1: Um, all the characters do look like Ozzy. It just looks like I don't know, it's kind of cringe to me. I I'm just yeah. gonna, like I was looking at it and was just like, this looks like like a kind of soulless
4: corporate version of Splatoon or something. <laughs> so um, Yeah. I think that it's like, it's taking all of the the parts that made you roll your eyes from sunset overdrive mm. and then pairing it with a, an H and M version of Splatoon aesthetics, but like plus more neon.
1: Yeah. So
4: you're like, you're fighting against this corporation that is hacking your uncle's game. And every time when you like do a run, that's you playing the game, I trying see. to get the virus out of the game. Am I um, am
0: I confusing this with a different game, or is the villain's name Bobby Kotickovich?
4: <laughs> that is not I this mean, one, I do okay. Not
0: think. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking, I heard that somewhere. Well, now hold on. Is was I right? Is it this one?
4: No, I don't think that's oh, this well, one. Well, never mind. That would be good though. Anyway, it's fine. Um, I enjoy it much more now that I've turned off most of the sound. And you put on the soundtrack <laughs> to Waterworld.
3: Yeah, yeah. I listen
4: to the soundtrack for Waterworld instead, and then I also, in the same, uh, in another tab, have the audio for the Universal Studios Hollywood version of Waterworld going too. <laughs> nice, just a big um, splash. Yeah, it. I would. I am very curious to see what it's like with other people because there are. At the end of every stage, there is an arcade machine. And from looking at the trailer videos on uh, the Epic Game Store, because it's an early access, so that's where you can go get it, um, it seems like there are Fall Guys-style mini-games huh. that you can play with the other people in your group, but you can't play them if you're playing by yourself. So oh. I need to convince at least one of you to mm. spend the $20 on Do this you know so I can see what that's like. what you like.
0: get out of it? Is there anything? No idea.
4: Okay. I would maybe money, cosmetics. The, you get like the, there's a you get
1: playing a video game. What do you what do you want out of it? It's just playing a video game. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's fun. Um But yeah, that's the game that I played this week that I can talk about. And Ooh. there's another one that you can't talk about. There is oh. another one that I cannot talk about starring a character from Fortnite.
1: Whoa. So basically oh, it's- literally any movie that's been well. No, we do have to well, edit that.
4: Um, now we have to cut that Wait,
1: out.
2: is it actually? Oh, fuck. I'm it sorry. Is actually, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I, mean, I, I cut that part too. Nikki, I'm don't so say sorry. the name again.
4: <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So well, fuck we'll I was trying good.
2: to make a dumb joke, but I really didn't know. <laughs> no,
4: that's that really f- funny. I'm sorry. Not nah, just bleep it. Just bleep It'll it. will be way better. Um,
2: so basically,
1: you're saying um, it could be from literally any property yeah. in the last 200 years.
4: Yeah. Nikki is playing the new Guardians of the Galaxy's game. No, that's right. I'm playing LeBron James's Space Jam. A new legacy. Did you see Bugs uh, Bunny yeah, dies it. in that movie? What the fuck? No, not yet. A <laughs> yeah, human woman has Damn. to kiss him to
0: bring
1: him back to life.
4: Wow. LeBron James has to kiss Bugs Bunny? Yeah. I'm back in. Yeah. Wow. Um. um anyway, that's it. That's all I well, got.
1: Well, that sounds cool. Uh, I want to talk about a game real quick that I've been playing that I have been dreading talking about because now I have to decide how I'm going to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. This game's no. title is all caps SNKRX and so i've been bouncing it around in my head like is it snickrix is it snake rx is it sneakerx i think i'm just going to call it snake prescription um snake prescription Ooh. snake Pretty prescription is it's a prescription for snakes i got a fever and the only cure is more snakes <laughs> um god this game is really good but i also might it's So good that I might have to uninstall it. Like, that. that is, like, Mm. depending on your taste, that may either be a ringing endorsement or, like, a sign to stay clear from it. Because, like, if you haven't seen this game, it's basically, like, you know auto-battlers where you, like, uh, where you draft or you buy different characters and then they're part of Mm -hmm. your team and then every round they automatically fight? Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's all about the strategy of team composition. It's like Mm -hmm. that, except the fighting rounds are... You're controlling a snake made up of all of the characters in your party, and enemies will just appear, and you're just
0: trying to survive through the round. When you say um, a snake, you mean like <clears throat> I described it as like a package of sixlets. The candy, yeah, it's like it's like six. It's like a string of like six
1: guys, and like you can't hit yourself. Hitting a wall doesn't damage you, um, but all the only controls are just turning left and right, and all of your guys attack on cooldowns, basically, it, like automatically. So at first it's like, oh, that's kind of cute. Like, you know, get like a warrior who does like a close range area of effect attack or like a ranger who shoots arrows that pierce people. But then you start getting like weird shit, like, um, like combinations of things where like if you have multiple of the same unit, then other stuff happens. So like I finally beat the game for the first time last night and I did it with Um, a class that I thought was actually useless at first but turned out to be really good called um, Psychers and uh, basically like so there's like you know types of classes like Psycher is like a class but then there's like units within that like Vagrant or like Psychic or things like that and if you have enough of them you basically just have like these spinning death balls around your snake that just smash anything that gets close to you yeah. Um, and so I combined that with like some, another one that gave me healing, uh, abilities and was just basically like driving through all of the enemies and just smashing them up. And it's just like so fun to experiment with different builds and just like try different things like that. And like, you get to try it so quickly too. It's not like a roguelike where you're like invested in like this really complicated build. And then like, you know, if you die, it's a whole bunch of work to start over. It's so fast that, yeah. um
0: really easy to just keep going which is why i might have to uninstall it would you so well, the other thing that i thought about when i watched you play this on 411 the other week was like super hexagon and would you like call it in a similar vein as that in terms of like just uh, easy addiction
1: kind of yeah and at first i was like oh the soundtrack and vibes kind of remind me of super hexagon mm. some of the tracks do but i would say it's actually a lot more similar to like like if you ever played the Scott, right. if you ever played uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, yeah, get um, the game. Yeah, the game. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the soundtrack reminds me of that a lot. Um, it's it's good. I mean, uh, it really fits the uh, the aesthetic, which is very stripped down and simple. Kind of reminds me of Baba is you, yeah.
4: Because all the all the
1: text yeah. is like drawn, kind of with like a, a chunky pixel uh, pen
0: it looks like what i thought dwarf fortress looked like for the longest Uh time until i saw what dwarf fortress (laughs) actually looks like i still
1: don't know what it looks like it's like ascii art oh okay 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 um yeah so that's a it's a good ass game and it's like um let me just check here uh you can get this game for three dollars oh jeez Wow. And I've put seven hours into it already. In this economy, in this economy, this I think this is going to be like it's already kind of a sleeper hit because it came out in May and it has overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam with over two thousand reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, but I and I think it's just on Steam and mobile right now. But if this gets onto the Switch,
0: like game over, man. Or game over. does it need to get on the Switch, Merit? Oh, Steam Deck in stores this okay. Steam Deck. Fall. So instead of the device I already have, I can buy a $700. Thing. What if you well, oh. you could you could fit snickers on the $400 version of that device. Let's be fair well, here.
4: Yeah. You can fit so many copies of this, this this bad boy.
1: can fit so many snake prescriptions in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, um check out this fucking game. It's like I think I'm kind of late to the party to be, like, announcing it as, like, a huge indie hit for the year. But, like, a lot of people, I think, are going to be talking about this more in, like, the next few months. At, mm. Because I think it, yeah, like, it just came out in May, and um, I just haven't really seen anyone talking about it. But whenever I bring it up, a few people are like, oh, my God,
0: yeah, that game rules. So Can you actually play it with a controller? Is this something that could be feasibly ported uh, I, to other devices? Well, oh, it's on mobile. It's on mobile. That's I mean, true. But that's a touchscreen, which basically well, functions as a mouse.
1: I mean, it's, you don't use a, mm, well, you, you do use a mouse to navigate the menus, but like you could just oh. use arrow keys, I think. You like, can, you okay. Can, and you can control it with a mouse too, I think. Um, but that option is off by default. By default, you just use the left and right arrow keys.
0: Oh, um, I, see, I didn't realize that. I thought you were like leading this thing by oh, the head. Oh, no, no, no.
1: It's like Snake where like you're constantly moving. Oh.
0: And all you do is turn. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like you're moving fully freedom, like, you know, wherever you want uh, eight directions. It's just, like, it is, like, it's not like Snake where it's just four directions. Like, you can basically move with analog um, movement, but, like, you're always going forward. Huh. And there are okay. abilities that can, like, increase your movement speed um, or that trigger effects when you spin in a circle or things like that. Huh. So.
0: Yeah, that was actually one of the things I thought was the coolest about this, is just, like, because everything is so low fidelity, it's literally just circles and squares sometimes, yeah. like, there is just so much variety in what the different classes can do, it seemed like there was, like, 50 different classes in that There's game. There's, like, a lot of stuff in this game, like,
1: I don't think I've seen all of the classes yet, and they range from, like, real again, like, really basic stuff, like, swordsman, ma- magician, to, like, vulcanist. Who you'd be oh. like, oh, what is that? Like a blacksmith or something? No, it's a man who makes volcanoes appear. <laughs> oh, hell yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a man, it's a guy, I mean, yeah.
1: or a lady who makes volcanoes appear and just blow the shit out of everything. Yeah. Wow. I, I saw uh, one class in there that was
0: just Usurer.
1: Oh, Usurer. Yeah. It curses enemies with debt and so they take damage over time, <laughs> uh, oh which is God. also extremely good.
4: Um, Incredible.
1: Yeah. So uh, that's my, my rec for this week. Uh, Danielle, yeah. you've been playing kind of a, a contentious uh, re-release, remake <sighs> of um, Zelda Skyward Sword. Yes. And I saw John play a bit of this on stream last week and uh didn't look great.
2: Ah, uh, it's so frustrating. It's so very frustrating. So this game... Uh, famously came out 10 years ago, and I really, really enjoyed a lot of it, but I tr- I genuinely could not get the motion controls to work consistently and just had to abandon ship, I don't know, about three quarters of the way in. Like, any time it got hard, I died a lot because things just didn't register on the old Wii Motion Plus, if you remember that fucking... T-
1: yeah, it's yeah. Feature, when they released the of Motion. <laughs> when they controls. released the thing that the Wii should have had when it came out, right? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yep. And it um, was like a
0: three-pound little dongle you had to plug into your fucking remote yep.
1: control. I never had one of those like built-in <laughs> Wii Motion because then they later on they just found a way to put it into the Wii Motes, but I never had right. those. No, I had the weird thing that you had to, like the the with parasite the with yeah. the long condom that
0: just like attaches itself to the Wii Mote. See, I only ever disgusting. had the Wii Motion Plus controller, not the dongle. So I oh, never actually God. got to experience the perfect bal mm-hmm. the perfectly oh, yeah,
2: balanced the real... blade that Thanos
4: <laughs> had crafted.
2: The, the true joy of of yeah, of the era. Um
4: damn, sorry, you were really supposed to put that thing mm -hmm. on the bottom of the camera. and then then they had the audacity to be like, all right, now fucking plug a nunchuck into this idiot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it looks absurd. (laughs) Fucking monstrosity.
2: (laughs) No, don't be sorry, because it's so frustrating. It's really, truly frustrating, um, because there is actually a good game in here, but there's no way to control it, and the camera is fucking atrocious. And, like, it's It actually makes me angry. I've had to stop playing so many times. So many times. I've had to just, like, stop and take a break and just, I don't know, make fun of it by making stupid dad jokes and posting screenshots of it or, like, looking at something else or playing something else, like, while I'm playing it because I'm so fucking angry because there's really good sections of this game there are really good dungeons there's like this awesome desert time travel puzzle area that's fucking cool there's a really cool actually very cool water temple area that's amazing like there's great ideas there's really really good ideas in this game and the world itself is pretty interesting because you are whatever you're a link you're always link there's always zelda there's always all this bullshit you have to save the world blah 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 but there's actually like kind of a cool like you live in a cloud you know, town, and you have to go down to the surface, and you fly on a bird thing, and it's actually pretty rad. It's like, oh, yeah, what if Epona flew? Kind of cool, right? A little interesting, but genuinely cool. Like, really cool ideas in here. And there's also a lot of cool design ideas where you can absolutely see where they went from the sort of traditional 3D Zeldas, like the N64 3D Zeldas, to Twilight Princess, well, actually, to Wind Waker, to Twilight Princess, And then to this, and then to Breath of the Wild, because you have things like a stamina meter, you have flying, you have a sailcloth. It's very, like, you can see it, like, playing it. You just want to scream at this fucking game, because it's like, you are, you did the hard part. You made well-designed systems. You made well-designed dungeons. You made cool shit. And then you locked it behind a, like, a glass case encrusted with shit. You need to break your fucking wow, forehead. Wow, that's a pretty
1: loaded term. To try
2: to get into. Yeah, you can't say
1: shit on a oh, podcast. You no, can't say shit sorry. online anymore. Oh,
2: it's, uh, okay, uh, vomit then. Listen, it's they worked really entrusted. hard on that game,
1: and even though it's
0: dog shit, like, you can't say that. I don't
2: know? think the game is dog shit. That's the problem. No, like, no, that's hold on, Danielle.
0: Danielle, yes. hold on. Okay, two yeah. things. One, okay. the way you just said, said to this was, I think, more incriminating <laughs> than actually calling it shit. And two, uh, two uh, sort of paraphrase a message that you sent us in Slack yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think I'm too mad to talk about how to write about how bad this game
2: <laughs> is. No, it's I was too mad to do the micro review I was gonna do because it was like a cute micro review idea. But like, I wouldn't be this angry if this game sucked, is the thing. Like, if this game sucked, okay, whatever, they fucked up, it you know, there's a bad game, it's okay, it happens, it happens to the best people in the world, you can make a bad game, it happens, but like. There's a really good game underneath a lot of shit, and that's what's so frustrating about it. Like, if they just... Ugh. It's also so I obvious, under- like, having played the um, Twilight Princess remake a couple of years ago, that HD remake is pretty good, even though yeah. that game is really bloated. Like, that right. game needed they cut editor, down a lot of but the at bloat. least they didn't go yeah. all the way in on the motion controls the way they do here. And even though those motion controls are now mapped to buttons, which is the only way I can play, I can't even... Like, with how bad my wrist is, I couldn't even try to do motion
0: controls anymore.
2: But I'm doing it with the buttons, and they're so sticky, they're so stubborn, and they're so finicky, even with button presses. Like, the whole game is designed around this, like, horrendous feeling of everything being, like, a really weird binary state of swing this way, swing that way, walk this way, walk that Mm, way, that it sucks. They made great dungeons, and they put this shithole you know, control scheme on it. And it's frustrating.
0: Cause, cause Link is is literally binary locked into either his sword is drawn or his sword is not drawn. And right. Like, and same with
2: the shields, Yeah. Right.
0: And what you can do in the game is determined by that. So like, If you're not, if your sword is un, no, if your sword is sheathed, you have to hold down one of the buttons on the D-pad to control the camera at all times, right?
2: You can can never really control the (laughs) camera. Like, you really actually can't because, you know, where the camera buttons should be. You're using that to swing your sword around. And then you can always lock the camera. You can always do the Z-lock thing. So you can always make the camera go right behind you. But that's not always useful in a 3D space.
0: (laughs) But I I think this version of the game does add a thing where if you hold down left on the D-pad while you're running around, the right stick becomes a camera control.
2: Yeah, and I I don't doubt that. And you can always stop. That's the other thing. You can always stop and look around fully. But that requires stopping. And if you're just Mm -hmm. running around, say, a spiral staircase... You don't want to stop every five steps. Uh, Paul's also saying, you can try using motion controls for the camera, but it's horrible. God. So yeah, it's, it's absolutely... I, I truly wish, and I know this is a lot of work, but I truly, truly wish they used like the engine that they made the Wind Waker HD game in or something. Yeah. Just something else and just put those dungeons... The same exact designs. Obviously, I know that's a lot of work. I'm not saying, oh, it would be so easy. I'm just saying, you, you use those design assets, you use all of it, and just have the game controlled differently and you'd have a beautiful, beautiful Zelda game because there truly are high highs here. I was thinking about this and it's almost akin to, did any of y'all play The Last Guardian? Um, it was like the action adventure no. game with the no. giant bird, dog, cat. Yeah. Oh, came that out. came out? Played it about out. like 10
0: minutes of it once, yeah. Yeah,
2: I loved that game and I hated that game because in that game, again, it had it was very slippery to control and you were never fully in control of like the animal and that was like, kind of part of the point, right? Like, it wasn't like, oh, you control the animal. No, you kind of, like, try to guide the animal. And so, like, that frustration was good frustration, but there were also elements of that control scheme that actually sucked, too. So it, it does feel a lot like that. Like, the highs are high, the lows are low, and if you just had some tighter controls and, like, some of those tuning things, instead of the fact that Nintendo just went whole hog into this awful, awful dog shit control scheme... God, you'd have such an awesome game. I, I like. So they
1: should have made a good game. That's awesome. kind of what you're saying.
2: And they should have gotten out of the way of the good game that's underneath. Mm. <laughs> like, honestly, honest to God. Like, there are. I remember very distinctly, like, loving a lot of the puzzles and loving a lot of the dungeons and, like, wanting to play this game so bad that I put myself through all of it because of the good parts. I don't know if I have that kind of patience anymore. I'm an old lady now, you know, but, like, yeah, it, it's. It's so frustrating. And I remember playing Twilight Princess and thinking like, oh God, if they just had an editor, this game would be good because there are good things there too. It's just very, very bloated. And this was like, oh God, this wasn't the right lesson <laughs> to learn from Twilight Princess. But then they very clearly, genuinely took a lot of lessons from this and made a great game. So it's it's like a bizarre evolutionary half step in a lot of ways. Um, but man, I just... I. It, what boggles my mind is that they did the hard part. You know what I mean? Like, good level design is famously incredibly, incredibly different, difficult to achieve. Like, good systems design and good level design, those things are so hard. And it's like, that was almost the easy part. And then, if you just threw it in Unity and had, like, the default Unity controller, it would be better. <laughs> and wow. that's Skyward Sword. <laughs> strong words.
1: Strong words.
2: <sighs> I only have strong
1: Nintendo words. Nintendo is on blast. Um, just so I just want to take control it. take that under consideration. <laughs> uh, Stephen, what have you been playing? <clears throat> I've
0: been playing a bunch of stuff. Um, I got back into Warframe because Tenocon was this weekend, for one. Um, I don't know how much new there is to report on that uh, that people haven't already heard, but it turns out Warframe is still pretty good. In it. Um, still good, yeah. still pretty good, except
1: when someone opens a portal to hell. Oh no! Playing, mm-hmm. yeah. Like yeah. happened to me. That was. Weird. So this game, okay, yeah, for people who don't play this, Warframe has so many busted abilities and stuff that, like, there are just, I guess, combinations of things that, like, don't get patched as quickly as possible just because there's so many things going on that you can create some—you can basically make the screen, like, completely unreadable. Um, So, like, someone just created this object mm-hmm. in the center of the map that was basically—if you had it on your screen— you just couldn't see anything. You're just, like, completely whited out,
4: which is right. very funny. And that's bad, right? I mean,
1: it was fun. Um, <laughs> it was, like, I didn't really need to see because that thing was also just, like, killing every enemy that came on screen, so I was mm-hmm. like, I guess thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Wow. No, that's fine. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of that again, finally trying to unlock the mechs in that game, as it turns out, because they added, like, in the previous big update, they announced, like, a new big update, the new war over the weekend in... The uh, Tenocon, which is like the Warframe convention thing. Um, and in the previous update, they added like a new open world that like added mechs that your robot can get into, which is very funny. Um, and so I've been trying to grind out for that. Turns out that's a huge grind, though. Um, so I haven't gotten into much new stuff and something new that I have been playing. Uh, or that I played a bit of this morning to just try and finally try it out um, because I'd heard a bunch of people. They sent us a code for it like a week or two ago, and I would heard a bunch of people talk about how good it was in the time since. But I had completely written it off because it's called Boomerang X. And mm-hmm. that name just like immediately washed off my brain like soup, like it was nothing. <laughs> Um, and I, I feel I find that myself like getting to a point now where it's just like, you know, previously, if I saw like dense pixel art indie game or whatever, my brain just immediately like rubbed off of it. And like, OK, I've seen this a million times. And now I'm getting to the point where it's just like video game titles are also doing the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. I had the I had the same experience with Loop Hero from a little while ago, which I think history bore out my opinion on that game. that That is it not being actually that deep or interesting as people kind of thought it was. <laughs> Um, But yeah, so I've been playing Boomerang X. I don't know if any of you heard of or seen
4: this game at all. I've heard of it because it's on uh, Blessing's big list of video games that Blessing was excited about coming out this year. Oh. Um, And then I was like, ah, and it's on my wish list. And I was waiting for someone else to bite the bullet so I could hear about it. So tell me about the video game Boomerang X.
0: (laughs) It's uh, good so far from what little I've played of it this morning. Um, it is a first-person action game f- platformer, I guess. It's, the closest thing I can think to compare it to is, do you all remember Devil Daggers? That first-person oh. shooter in a big arena?
4: Oh, my bang, God, yeah. Bang, bang, your devil, bang, devil.
0: Bang, 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 pull my devil daggers. Yeah, exactly. That's how that <laughs> one went. Wow. <laughs> No, it's uh, what's another like? It's It's not like like bullet hell, right? Yeah, it's it's bullet hell ish. This one is as well, or like actually one of the closest things that I've thought about uh, comparing it to a couple of different times now is Doom Eternal in a couple of different ways in Mm. terms Mm -hmm. of just like it's a first, it's ostensibly a first person shooter where you are always moving and jumping and dashing through the air, uh, and occasionally slowing down time because one of the first abilities you get is like the ability to slow down time it also has a very unique look it looks like Samurai Jack by way of Chalk Zone
4: okay or like Foster's Home for Imaginary All Friends right. yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the game opens up with your character who is like this unnamed person who all you ever see is their arms they never speak Uh, their arms are like covered up in like bandages like mummy wrapping almost uh, which I think is a good Mm, look I think mm -hmm. that's just good character design same Mm. yeah Um, they like are on a boat and the are like a sea monster of some kind attacks and they wash up on a shore on this island. And they, they clearly have a spear. The spear breaks when they wash ashore. And then like they get a new weapon in these ruins that is like this. Th- again, the game is called Boomerang X, which is like a super generic name. But I guess it, now that I think about it, it li- it's literally referring to what you use in this game, which is a big X-shaped boomerang. Sure, uh, yeah. Like a, a chakram would be kind of how I would call that sort of thing. Um, and what you do is you move through different areas, and every level is, like, kind of a self-contained arena, usually circular, where you are jumping around, avoiding enemies that are coming at you, and then throwing this boomerang at them to kill them. And you need to hit certain enemies, certain enemies will be marked with, like, yellow dots over them, and you need to collect the yellow dots to open through the room. So you don't have to kill every enemy in each room, you just have to hit the, like key enemies um so that like that actually opens up like an interesting layer of strategy where you can just like rely on your aim and precision mm-hmm. and ability to hit all these guys or you can rely on your uh dodging ability to just get past everybody get to the one you need to kill kill those three guys and then you move on to the next wave um and then as you move through levels they start to unlock new abilities for you like the first one you get i think is just called slingshot where if you throw the boomerang uh, forward you can just like warp to the boomerang wherever it is on the map mm. and you mm. can chain that as many times as you want it's not like a it's not like a splosion man rule where you have to touch the ground once to recharge it you just like can basically fly with that <laughs> first ability
3: <laughs> Okay,
0: um, and then you unlock the ability to slow down time as long as you're holding the boomerang in your hand and charging it for like a longer throw or whatever. And you can, and that also recharges uh. the instant the boomerang comes back to your hand. There's no, there's almost no limitations on any of your maneuverability or movement options in this game. So you're slowing down time, you're teleporting around, you're throwing this uh, boomerang. Eventually you start unlocking like special abilities that uh, charge up when you kill certain numbers of enemies with a single boomerang throw, which happens way mm-hmm. more often than you first think it will. Um, so it'll be like, If you kill two enemies with one boomerang toss, you get a shotgun blast. You get one charge of a shotgun and you can just like clear out enemies in front of you. And it's like a good space creator, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially since you start ending up getting these enemies who are like these kind of big ogre dudes that just stand off. They don't attack you. They just stand off in a corner somewhere and start like barfing out little flying guys that just come at Mm -hmm. you all the time. And, and, for, and you, you fight those guys and it's like, well, what the fuck? Like you, you throw your boomerang at them and they just won't, this is, I think where the, where the doom eternal comparison actually becomes really, uh, apt because like you throw your boomerang at those guys and nothing happens. And it's like, well, what the fuck? And you eventually realize that if you're walking around them near them, they always constantly just pivot to face you. Mm. And so if you throw the boomerang past them and then warp to the boomerang and then turn around really quick and look, they have a big red gem on their back and you need to hit the red gem to kill them. Oh,
4: okay. uh, idiots. Yeah. She got rid, rid of that. She just put it inside. <laughs> I put something in front of that. Put it inside. Uh-huh. Yeah. Does this.
1: So how does this compare to something like um, what was that game that came out last year? Uh, Ghost Runner.
0: Yeah, it's uh. So yeah. it's not as like Ghost Runner. I feel like was like very level based in a way, or or like not level based because this is also level based. It's like arena based though. A Ghost Runner was like constantly you're moving forward. Yeah, whereas yeah, there were those maps were straight lines. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is more like an arena kind of thing. This is one arena after another, and like within okay. the like first. 90 minutes of this game, I've seen like 15 different arenas. Like there's just like, it throws the, all the arenas are totally different. It just keeps throwing new ones at you. Like mm. the first one is like, here's a big circular room. It's like literally a, a Colosseum, like a gladiator arena. And then it's mm. like, here's a giant forest with a bunch of bridges between the trees. And so you're like leaping between the trees and landing onto different oh, things. Cool. And then like the enemies will be on the trees. And then it starts. So like there's those ogre guys who have the gems on their back Uh, And those are like, oh, they like to stand up high where it's harder to get at them, so you have to basically whip over them and then slow down time and then hit them and then, like move again as quickly as possible. So you don't get hit by somebody else who targeted you. And in that like forest level, you can, if you go on the steam page, you can kind of see these guys. It's basically got the tall necks from horizon zero dawn, just like big giraffes with like a Mm -hmm. big circular ring around their head. And I'm like, wow. Okay. It's like a, it's like a horizon zero dawn, but then the circle around their head, you start to realize is a storm cloud. And they, the way that these like big giraffes attack is they're just walking placidly around the arena with these big circles around their heads. And then every. 90 seconds or so the big circle just expands and suddenly there's a giant dark circle around the entire ceiling but like the sun just gets blocked out and the sky gets blocked out by clouds and it starts raining and lightning will start to periodically strike down on the ground and you can't be standing where the lightning is about to hit and your screen will start to crackle when you're about to get hit by lightning kind of almost Zelda like and so the game starts to introduce all these new different enemy types to you that you're constantly uh, working through and like that's again the, the very Doom Eternal like thing of like Okay, I gotta prioritize that big long neck thing even though it's got five different weak points so I have to hit five different gems on five different parts of its body. So it's gonna take a long time to beat but it is denying so much area from me as I move around that I absolutely need to take it out basically first. Otherwise, I'm going mm. to not not have room to dodge past these little dipshit spiders that can barely hit me Mm -hmm. or whatever because there's gonna be a bunch of those guys and i can if i can just move those guys will never hit me but this guy's gonna make it so i can't move i have to kill him quickly and it's
1: just like visually you got me yeah Yeah, i know that you got got me i'm gonna download this
0: it's (laughs) how long is it do you know i don't know it seems very brisk so far um because again i'm just like brisk baby chugging through it yeah (laughs) It's great like reference, a bris, like a beautiful ice tea. Um, there's a little bit of a story to it so far that has been, like I said, like that's also been moving at like a pretty brisk pace. Um, you are in this like ruins. It seems like these like weird shadow monsters have killed these like ant people who used to live here because you find like these corpses of like ant soldiers, like these good mo- like walking <laughs> ants. They ants, uh, Woody Allen ant. Oh no! no. Well, you know, well, I mean- it had to be done. <laughs> Um,
4: not no but you know
0: (laughs) your words and um, at one point I I posted a, a screenshot of this in the slack earlier today Uh, you, the only speaking character I've met so far is this millipede who is like a de facto archeologist. Who's also a chef. Like they're a chef who's become a de facto archeologist Mm because all the ant people are dead. And they're like, listen, I just got here. And then all the people that like found me died. Uh, so I barely remember what was going on. They told me all their legends and I kind of remember them. There was something about how music is magic or something like that. There was like a, uh, like the, person who would like ruled this place all the ant people seem to be uh non-binary so they're all like they them pronouns for everybody in there uh but this millipede is like listen i don't understand what's going on here i'm pretty sure i fell through a portal from another universe and also you look fucked up and weird you're like a human what the hell is that i don't (laughs) understand uh so they they pay that off a little bit too where so far it hasn't really come into the story stuff but this game has like portal tech it's got like portal portals uh, between levels, sometimes you like walk up to a wall and there'll be like a hole in the wall. And if you stick your head through the hole in the wall, you'll see, oh, this is a completely different area. Like as if I had shot a portal gun in portal and, huh. and was about to look, look into a different area. It's like that. Uh, but it's just so far been to get to new zones. And like, I think the conceit there is, oh, all the new zones are like different worlds in this like world tree that you're moving through. Ah. Huh. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so totally, it's been it totally visually, it's been really cool. The gameplay stuff is, like I said, wrapped up very quickly. Not wrapped up, ramped up very quickly. Um, so I'm very curious. I've heard that the end of this game is buck wild. Sounds cool. Nice. I'm gonna this is
1: Boomerang, boomerang X. X. Boomerang X. Not Her the Fultus. not the original Boomerang. It's actually a different character yeah. mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. with Boomerang X. In the future. It's in the future. The original Boomerang's dead. No one ever talks about that, but the original Mega Man is like definitely dead in Mega Man X. Yeah, like a hundred percent. Yeah,
4: good. It's probably so dead though, you could... right? Because can't they just double click on the exe again?
1: Well, see, so, you know, Mega Man uh... exe doesn't exist in that universe. That's a separate timeline. Mm. Um, uh... that's the timeline where instead of inventing robots, Doctor Wily and Doctor Light invented the internet.
4: Oh shit! Mm, that's the only. That's the that's only. That's the only one you Man recognize. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean this listen it's an important part of our alternate history so yeah we, you need, they need to teach this stuff in schools they need to teach this stuff <laughs> why don't. In why don't they teach this in schools
4: um, I'm going to grad school so I can make a group of high school students play Mega Man panel <laughs> <laughs> no
1: make them play Mega Man Star Force or whatever the fuck that one was oh my god no one's quite sure what that one was no one no one that Always I know had. has played that one uh, well why don't we move on to question time yes Welcome to Question Time, where you ask and we tell. Uh, if you want to ask us a question, you can do that on the Fanbyte Discord. You can find that Discord by going to fanbyte.casa. And uh, yeah, just fire off a question in the podcast questions channel, aptly named. Uh, i got a couple of questions today. Um, I'm going to start off with one from Ringout, who asks has there been a game that you've wanted to get deeper into and it seems like it should appeal to you, but for whatever reason you've bounced off of it? Uh, Danielle.
2: Yeah. This one might make you sad, but it's metal. No, it's
1: okay. <laughs> it's not for everyone.
2: <laughs> I I really did like, uh, the, well, it's five, right? Uh, the one mm-hmm. with quiet and all that kind of stuff.
4: Yes. Yeah. yes. I really, That's really five. enjoyed
2: what I played of it. But I, for some reason, I couldn't get as into it as I wanted to, and just all of the Metal Gear cell. And it makes no sense because I love stealth games, like the Dishonored games you are among also my love, favorite ever. Like
4: you also love games where, like you, I mean, it's all systems. Yeah, the whole game is systems. Yeah, it's Five so especially I don't know what's wrong. is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean,
2: it's, it's like a,
1: it's
4: a it long, again. it's a long game. Five, I remember being fairly long. Uh, it's Five's intro also sucks. sucks. Uh, see, it that's sucks. The like problem. if it's the if it's the yeah. first Metal Gear you've ever played, yep. you you have absolutely no idea what kind of video game it is until you actually get to Afghanistan, right. And you're like, oh, it's Metal. Oh, it's Gear. Metal Gear. But like you've you've spent like three hours with, with the space with this dude in a yeah. bandage, yeah, with things and, exploding
1: yeah. at you, and people yelling and being on fire, and mm-hmm. it's just like. Yeah, I hated that game for the first couple of hours. And then I was like, I got into it. So I don't blame you. Um, Steven, what about you? Do you have anything?
0: Um, No, honestly, not a lot come to mind in terms of stuff that I've like, I've known. I'm very bad at telling myself, you don't have to play this thing or you don't mm. have to finish this game that you mm. have to. Play. The only game I've ever done that with and, like, intentionally thought to myself, this is something that I need to tell myself I need to not play through because I'm having a miserable time and I don't like it, was Stealth Bastard on the PlayStation Vita. Stealth Bastard? Right? Or stealth Inc. was, I think, the the when they renamed it. It was originally on PC. It was called Stealth Bastard, and then they put it out on Vita huh. and other stuff as Stealth Inc.
4: Sony said, you can't say can't, that word. You can't
0: call it Stealth Bastard. It was like... Oh, this
4: know. game. Yeah. It's, you got little... It's little minions, except they look like Sam Fisher. Right, and then you you run through. It's N++-like,
0: but not as good. Uh, other than that, like, not a lot of stuff... Yeah, jump into mind in terms of stuff that I've like actively bounced off of and known and known that there's stuff that I've bounced off of. It's just like my brain has told me, mm, get back to this later, and sure, just yeah, punt yeah. that can down the
4: road for uh, twenty five years.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Famously, um, Nikki, how about you?
4: Um, so, if you asked me this question before two weeks ago, the answer would have been dishonored <laughs> um, because. Uh, Everyone has said you would like this video game, Dishonored, because it's got all of the things that you like about video game. Uh, it's got jump, it's got ability, <laughs> it's got stealth, it's got yeah. uh, short. Um, and I was like, "Nah, it couldn't be me." And then I like played the first hour of it. I played the first hour of that game maybe three times sure. since in the years since it's come out, and it never stuck until two weeks ago. And I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna see, I'm gonna get past the first hour." And then I looked up and it had been five and I was like, "Ah, all right, cool. (laughs) Um, So I think my actual answer now is Temtem because I there is still part of me that is like, I want to play a Pokemon game. And then every time I pick up Sword and Shield, which I still have stuff to do Mm -hmm. in because I haven't finished that DLC, I'm like, nah. I don't want to. Yeah. Like, I, no, nah, I don't want to do it. But Temtem seems like it has all of the things that I want, which is, like, I want to be able to play it with people that I know at the same time. The world seems really big. It seems like there's a lot of interesting stuff happening with the battle system. Um, but then every time I play it, it still has, like, early Pokemon game disease, mm. where, like, I you have to still do the beginning part of the Pokemon game before it gets fun. And I kind of wish there was an option for me to skip that part. But like, that's the thing that keeps making me bounce off of Temtem every time I try to play it.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, for me, I would say Hollow Knight. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, have historically been a fan of Metroidvania games. And then, you know, as of this year, I love the Dark Souls series and I've tried to play this game before and after having played Dark Souls and both times I bounce off it within, like, two hours. Uh, I may try again in a couple months. We'll see. Because everyone I know who's played it is like, it's so great. And I'm just like, I hate how when you get hit, the game makes you think that you're having a heart attack. Um, Hmm. It shakes so much. It's just, I can't deal with it. Don't get hit. Just don't get hit. Just don't get hit. Easy. That's literally all you have to do. Just stop getting hit. Um, Yeah, but uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Listen,
0: everybody makes mistakes and that's your one.
1: Yeah. I'm allowed. I'm allowed mm-hmm. to have one. Uh, everyone make mistake. Uh, because mm-hmm. everyone
0: makes one mistake. One mistake. Um, that's the one that they get. Well, you can make you two make mistakes, more than but one, you but you, you
1: shouldn't. You're punished, yeah. Uh, yeah. speaking of mistakes, Wario Tush asks, Will you be covering and reviewing? Uh, and this is Wario Tush, this is not me editorializing. The definitely, absolutely perfect industry disruptor, in television, Amico, or are you just a bunch of gaming racists? And, uh, I don't know how much you all know about this. I kind of want to just talk about it for a
4: minute. Yeah. We can yeah, hit it. me. Bring me up to speed. So, I want to- It's somebody else's show. But tell me yeah, about yeah, that iPad, now.
1: I want to shout out to uh, oh, Pat man. Contry and Ian Ferguson, who do the uh, Completely Unnecessary podcast, where- uh, They have been following this for like years at this point um, and basically have been voices in the wilderness saying like, this is going to be terrible. Um, So the Intellivision Amico is Tommy Tallarico, who is 90s famous video game composer, worked on a bunch of really big games. Um, You might know him from G4
0: TV. You might know him
1: from G4 TV as the host of Electric Playground and Reviews on the Run. Um, He was like, I want to make a video game console. It's the mid-2010s, mid to late-2010s, and I want to make a video game console for some reason. Uh, so what he did was bought a bunch of uh, 2016 Android chips and bought the Intellivision name, which means nothing to anyone who was not playing video games in, like, the early 80s, mm-hmm. Um, and basically said, like, okay, I'm going to make the new Wii, like, it's, it's designed for families and for like, for people who don't play games. And it's kind of like, it's like you have the console, but then each controller is basically like just a touchscreen. Um, yeah, they look like the controllers look like iPods, like actually, they, they, they look have like, like old iPods. Wheel. Yeah. Um, yeah. and the idea is that like, yeah, you have like this, t- this interface that everyone is familiar with now. Um, you have like, you know, a, an ecosystem of, of games, uh, and, um, it's like a family thing and you can play it socially like do couch games and stuff which like honestly the ideal version of that is like extremely good like if right. you did that right like yeah absolutely i'm in the target market for that but like uh it's incredibly underpowered um it's incredibly expensive for for the chips that are in it uh the it's going to have its own marketplace ecosystem and they're taking, I think a 50% cut, they said. Um, <laughs> At a time when a 30% cut is like when people are being like, that's too high Steam. Uh huh?
4: Wow. And uh I mean what's a 50% cut of the $3 development cost, that's right? So, so it's true. gonna be like a that's dollar so 50. True. Like I mean.
1: And like the all the only games they've shown so far are like you know, like Defender and things like, like very old, like arcade things like that, which like, again, those games can be great, but like, I'm not going to pay $200 to play them on the Amico. And like, all of this would have been bad enough. Like it would have been bad enough just to make a a bad console. And also I think if you want to make a console in the current era, stop. Like, do not do that. Yeah, don't. Um, Maybe just make a virtual console like the Pico 8, but otherwise like, no, don't it's a bad idea just make a cell phone game or make a game or make something else. Like, no one needs this. Um, but that would have been bad enough except Tommy Tallarico is also a vindictive, uh, like, easily angered man who uh, has gone off on a ton of people over the past year or so. And the gaming racist term was uh, one mm-hmm. that he used for Pat and Ian mm-hmm. uh, because uh, they they weren't interested in
0: his product. so I'm sorry, I thought that that term was made up by Wario Tush for this question as a joke. No, no, no. no, 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 Crucially,
1: Mr. Tallarico invented that term um, to describe people who are intolerant of the Intellivision Amico. (laughs) Uh, I have been getting emails about this thing for like the last two years. And uh, it's apparently it's supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out on October 10th, 2020. Then it was delayed to April 15th of this year.
4: Okay. Now it's been so delayed to October too. 10th. Well, that's just right around the corner. That's just though, right
1: around the corner. It's It'll be a great birthday present for me yeah. when it comes out for Definitely Real.
0: Um, just in time for the Halloween shopping season.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just... it's The whole thing is a mess, and I think just, you know, people are trying to invent products trying to invent solutions for problems that don't exist, basically. Uh, I think the problem that the Intellivision Amico is supposed to solve is that Tommy Tallarico doesn't understand how kids play video games today. Um, And he's like, Minecraft, that's not, get off of there, get off of that. Go and play a game on the couch with your dad. Come play Defender. (laughs) Uh, And it's just like, that's not, no one wants to do that, man. So, I don't know. That's my take on it. I just wanted to sort of bring it up because it hasn't really come up on the show before. And it's kind of an yeah. interesting thing that's happening right now. But
0: What's what's your opinion on whether or not they chose the name Amico? Because it kind of sounds like Amiga, and they want to get that contingent of oh. gamers as well.
1: Interesting. I assumed it was just Amigo, but they changed one letter so that they could copyright it. Mm, mm, mm. But um, it wouldn't surprise me. There's also a weird Atari console that has people have been trying to push lately too. That I think oh, also right. is just a big disaster. That's out. Yeah, that that did come out, and I think it didn't come out very well. Like oh, no. again, aside mm. from like the novelty of creating like an SNES mini or like a Turbo Graphics mini or something, there's no reason to create a new console. And those aren't even new consoles; those are just like
0: chipsets running emulators of those systems. Right. So, well, the Atari VCS too is like I believe just full of mobile games it's just ports mm-hmm. of like mobile games from six years ago or something yeah
1: yeah yeah so uh yeah don't
4: don't uh sorry i missed the last couple of minutes i pre-ordered six Oh shit six amicos?
2: oh no
1: yeah. what
4: colors uh do you get the wood grain uh, i got wood i got um one of them is the same color as the special edition Halo 2 Zoom. Did you get the spice? The uh <laughs> um, the, the like the GameCube spice color? I got spice orange, yeah. And I got one of these is translucent plastic. Oh, sick. Um and then the other ones are just black boxes. I just wanted to have yeah. some that would disappear in the entertainment center. You, you just know?
1: wanted some extra ones just in case. You know, <laughs> yeah, just, just, in, case case, they just break. in case
4: they break. Well,
2: you know what happens if you duct tape six of them together, you get a PlayStation 5. Fuck. That's just math, <laughs>
0: okay? Whoa. Yeah, they start glowing, and then when the yeah, shine yeah, goes yeah. away, what is left is the Seto Kaiba-looking bucks. Yeah. You, you do a fusion on
4: them to turn mm-hmm. them do into- Do you think uh, anyone's ever tried to connect two GameCubes via the expansion port on the bottom? Yes. Yes. What do you think happened? Miyamoto came out and said, No! <laughs> no, don't! The GameCube can't have sex!
1: Don't! No! No, stop it! You can't
2: <laughs> stop making a game to so fast. I hate it. Don't, no, please. Please, no, God. Uh,
1: that's what happened, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what happened. Do you remember First when I couldn't says, find uh, that quote about the GameCube being a magic door that goes into the portal to the other realm yeah. and then someone posted the I box and you all
4: thought I was crazy yeah. and then someone posted the picture? I, I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now, I'll, okay, hold on. I'll just find how much is two GameCubes. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> think, think about Miyamoto. <laughs> anyway.
1: Uh, should we wrap up? Yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you for listening to Channel F. Uh, please tell your friends about our show if you liked it. Uh, And even if you didn't like it, tell your friends, hey, you got to hear this piece of shit podcast because can I tell you something? Hate listens count just the same as regular listens in the (laughs) downloads. They do. Numbers are numbers, baby. I don't care what you think of this show as long as you listen to it or at least download it. Uh, But we do hope you like it. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Media. Uh Steven is at Steven Strom. Danielle is at Danielle R I. Nikki is at God siwa I am at Merritt k Our producer Paul Tamayo is at Polymayo. Um, and just wanted to give a shout out to the optional, which is Paul's podcast, yeah. which is coming back to the air on FanBite uh in uh in just a couple of months. And um We also have a new podcast called Volume Slider out and you're going to have to uh, you're going to have to listen to this one on Spotify because it uses this really cool feature where it embeds music tracks from Spotify into the show. So um, I'm going to actually be recording an episode of that tomorrow talking about the Sonic Adventure 2 soundtrack,
4: which I'm very Mm -hmm.
3: excited about.
4: I was under the impression I made a Discord group just to part the curtain a little bit for the listener. I made it, I added Merit to the Discord group chat for it. And uh, Jay, the producer for the show and our intern, was like, Oh, yeah, just drop some songs in here. And you dropped, you mentioned Escape from the City. And I was like, Oh, she's just like one of the four songs she'll talk about <laughs> is from. Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> and then no, you've just put three more. So all four well, of the tracks are from the I one good game. I was told that it
1: was supposed to I was supposed to pick a game.
4: Oh is that not what I was supposed to do? I mean you don't have to. Well, we're here now. But I, now I well, now I like the optics of just doing four Sonic Adventure songs. I mean, we're here now, so that's what's happening. Yeah. Um go listen to it. It's literally for the first time. We're the only thing that comes up when you type it into Spotify. The first. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and uh, yeah, that's that's going to do it for us. Uh, anything else before we go?
4: Uh, no. <laughs> oh, actually, if you have um, uh, if there's a game that you think I can finish in like f- an hour or two. That you think would be good for me, specifically Nicholas Grayson to play. Uh let me know in the Discord, fan because I'm driving across the country and I will need I wanna be I want to at least and finish that, and that's game at by least, the time I get across. And that's the a country. good hour's drive. So at least, right? So like I just want a couple of one hour long games to tide me over um for the let me check really fast. Fifty one hour drive. Yeah.
2: That's it's a well,
4: lot of hours. You'll you'll get through it. You'll get there.
1: Well, uh, yeah, that does it for this episode of Channel F. Um, Until next time, please don't connect two game peeps together and make them have sex. And stay tuned (laughs) to Channel F.